0: To the Locked On Yankees Podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacy Gotsulius. I'm a writer at Baseball Prospectus and the host of the Locked On Yankees Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Scotts or at the Locked On Yankees Handle. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. I'd like to thank all of the returning listeners and to all the first timers. I'm glad you're here. I hope you enjoy today's episode because it's going to be interesting as I reveal my thoughts of what happened in last night's game as I record the podcast. That's right. I fell asleep and have no idea what happened past the second inning. I just know that it went 14 innings and that the Yankees won. Before we start, remember you can get Lockdown Yankees and all other Lockdown Podcasts straight to your phone by subscribing on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya. You can also subscribe in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Locked On Yankees in your car by telling your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. I told you all yesterday that this West Coast trip was going to be hard for me because I don't stay up late anymore and I wake up early in the morning. So the first thing I did was check my phone. And for some reason, MLB at bat opened up to uh, the Yankees 8 nothing score against the Red Sox a week ago. So I don't know what <laughs> my phone was doing. So then I scrolled through and saw the final from last night, 4-3-F-14, and I started laughing. And I thought, of course they played an extra inning game after playing an extra inning game. And then I thought about how late, 14 innings would be for someone on the East Coast watching that game. And apparently (laughs) it was really late because people who were waking up in the morning were looking at tweets of people still talking about this game. So interesting. Apparently, as I'm looking, Gio Urshela was the hero of the game, which is nice. And it looked as if the Yankees blew a lead Yep, they blew a lead in the 12th. Apparently, Aroldis Chapman did that. So the teams were tied. Oh, the Yankees tied it in the third after I went to bed. That's nice. And then neither team scored from the fourth inning through the 11th inning. Wow. So Hap ended up pitching a good game, huh? He did. Look at this. Look at this. Like you guys can see what I'm looking at. So Hap pitched seven innings, only gave up three hits, that one home run, gave up the two runs, struck out five, walked two. Wow. And then Matt Harvey, who was also struggling going into this game. Oh, he did pretty well too. Six innings, three hits, two runs, gave up the home run to Voight. Huh. Wow. This is amazing. So let's see the other pitchers. Adovino. Okay. He did well. That's good. Although I'm not happy about him pitching two innings. I understand why he pitched two innings. Canely pitched an inning. He did well. Sessa, two walks and a strikeout. So Chapman blew the save, and then Holder pitched two innings to hold on. (laughs) Wow. What a game, huh? If anyone stayed up late and watched this whole thing, kudos to you. Because... That's something. The last time I stayed up to watch a really late game, I kind of had to. I was assigned World Series duty for BP the night that the Dodgers and the Red Sox played that 7-hour, 20-minute game. I was up until 6.30 in the morning writing. (laughs) Uh, That was something. So I'm glad to see that Hap rebounded because as soon as he gave up that home run... People were not very happy with him and thinking, here we go. It's going to be another one of those starts. And he pretty much did what he did against the Red Sox, just only gave up one home run instead of two. But he, you know, gave up runs early and then he settled down. Now, if if he does that the rest of the season and the Yankees can score for him, I don't have a problem with it. It's better than being the way he was in his first two starts. So, okay, that's good. Now I see that Clint Frazier apparently hurt his ankle because of course he did. Why wouldn't he hurt himself? What is this? So he hurt his ankle and then still pl- still played? Is he crazy? Okay, so an awkward 12th inning slide into second base prompted concern from Aaron Boone and head athletic trainer, Steve Donahue. Yeah, no kidding who found Frazier wincing, but insistent that he was not leaving the game. I like that kid. Although, I don't want him to get more hurt. This is from Brian Hoke of MLB. <laughs> Frazier. I love him. The IL is a little, is, is too full for us, so I'm good. I'm going to keep playing. Yeah. You think? There are 13 guys on the IL. I think six of them are starters. Like, position player starters. Like, what? What? Crazy. So let's see. What did Urshela do? Oh, he got a single. That's nice. Good for him. And apparently he played really good defense too. So it was that kind of a game. So he scored Frazier on Sackfly sack fly in the 12th. And that was after Fraser hurt himself. And then he hit the single to win the game in the 14th. Wow. Yeah, again, if you stayed up for that whole game, you deserve a medal. As for Frazier... I like the fire in that kid, but I really don't want him to risk hurting himself even more. Because that's the last thing the Yankees need. Oh, so apparently there was some sort of brouhaha, just a slight one, in the 12th. It says Aroldis Chapman blew a one-run lead in the 12th inning, surrendering a game-tying single to Brian Goodwin after manager Aaron Boone believed the closer was being squeezed by home plate umpire Mike Everett. Well, that wouldn't be surprising. Oh! Oh! So the way the Yankees actually won, aside from Urshela hitting that single, was Gleyber Torres reached on a drop strike three because Lucroy threw the ball into right field. He advanced on a wild pitch. And then the Angels intentionally walked Mike Ford to get to Urshela. Good job, Brad Ausmus. Thank you for that. Well, good for them. I mean, I'm not happy about the fact that they had to play that long. Well, let's see, four hours, 35 minutes. Okay, I mean, you know, could have been worse. Could have been six hours and, or seven hours or something like that. But Jonathan Holder, look at you, pitching two innings, not giving up any runs. Good job. I'm sure everyone was thrilled to see Holder come into the game at that point, and were fully expecting him to blow it. So the joke's on you guys, because he didn't blow it. Remember, to get this show every day, subscribe to Locked On Yankees on the new Himalaya Podcast app. In an ever expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your App Store and subscribe to Locked On Yankees. Guys, let's talk about sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? You would stride to the plate and hit a first pitch home run every time? Well, now you can return to your glory days. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Just think of it as a PED that won't get you suspended. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. I wouldn't recommend taking them on the subway because they're chewable and they work up to twice as fast as a pill, but if you want your lady to take a long ride on the D-train, Blue Chew is for you. This isn't just for guys who can't perform, it's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. What's more, Blue Chew is cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code MLB. You just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So the Yankees announced before last night's game that they were going to push the rotation back, which means Jonathan Loizaga will be starting tonight's game. Domingo Harman, who was scheduled for tonight originally, will be starting Wednesday's game, and everyone else will be pushed back a day, which means Hap is lined up to pitch Sunday in San Francisco. That was something that happened. I'm still floored by this game and what happened. (laughs) Unbelievable. You know, as I said yesterday, I don't usually enjoy Yankee West Coast trips. You know, I I believe last year's wasn't that bad. I remember Dee Dee had a big moment against the Angels, in fact. But I just, I don't enjoy West Coast trips, especially now that I can't keep my eyes open past 1030. But it just always feels worse when they lose on the West Coast. Especially when you, if you stay up for an entire game, And, you know, the games normally wouldn't end until between 12 and 1. So forget an extra inning game. I'd like to say that I'm happy for Gio Urshela because no one expected him to do anything. (laughs) You know, he's not known for hitting, and he is known for his defense. And like I said, he apparently had a really good defensive night, too, last night. So it was good to see him play a role in the Yankees' win. And he's filling in admirably for Anduhar while he's out. In really good news, Gary Sanchez played in his rehab game last night. It was fine. Nothing earth-shattering. He made it out alive. He will be flying to Anaheim, and he should be expected to be playing with the Yankees Wednesday, tomorrow. Hallelujah. So according to Brian Hoke, Gary Sanchez finishes his rehab game at Charleston. He was 0-3 with a pop-out, two ground outs, two pass balls. Hey, sounds normal. Perfect. That's good. I'm just happy to see that he made it out healthy, and it's a big deal to get him back. Hopefully he can get his groove back, because he was doing really well when he injured his leg. So it'll be a big boost to have him back. Like I said yesterday, the Yankees are saying that Aaron Judge's oblique strain is significant so he won't be back for a long time. Maybe he'll come back down the stretch and leave the Yankees in September or something heroic like that. Now the other guys that are hurt and on the way back. Good Lord, I'm scrolling through this. <laughs> I'm scrolling through this article about the Yankees' injuries. And you know, I know I talked about how many guys are injured, but my goodness, when you see all the names listed out with little blurbs following them and you're it's taking you thirty seconds to scroll through one article, it's a long list. So I'm going from the bottom. Going from the bottom to the top. Troy Tulowitzki, Giancarlo Stan, Luis Severino, Gary Sanchez, Jordan Montgomery, Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks, Ben Heller, Didi Gregorius, Jacoby Ellsbury, Greg Bird, Delan Batansis, Miguel Andujar. Oh, the the news on Ellsbury is there was another setback. Be, I, what can you say at this point about Jacoby Ellsbury and his injuries? I really don't think you're ever going to see him back in a Yankees uniform. At this point, I don't even know if you're going to see him in a Major League uniform at all, ever. This person cannot get healthy. It's... <laughs> He hasn't played since October 2017. Every time you think he's coming back from an injury, he injures something else. It's not even that he injures himself worse with the original injury that he had. He always seems to injure another part of his body. And you feel bad for the guy because you know he wants to play. It's not like he's sitting out eating bonbons or something. He's trying to work his way back to the team and just he can't do it. It's mind-boggling and amusing also, you know, not amusing that he's hurt, just the ridiculousness of every time there's a Jacoby Ellsbury update, it seems that the word setback is involved. So poor Ellsbury, that's just, that's got to be rough. Now the good news about Aaron Hicks is that Boone said over the weekend that Hicks probably isn't too far off from being ready to play in rehab games. So that's it for this convoluted episode of Lockdown Yankees, which is brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to apologize, one, for the fact that I fell asleep and missed most of the game. And I'd like to apologize for my voice. I don't know what's happening. I think it's allergies. So remember, you can subscribe to the show on Himalaya as well as in iTunes, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get in your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast on Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast. Just not based on this episode. Listen to other episodes and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We'd really appreciate it. So enjoy your Tuesday. Let's hope the Yankees don't play another 14 innings. And maybe I can... make it through the fourth inning tonight, I'll try. Enjoy your day.